We can't transmit because something else is already transmitted somewhere close. The signal is strong. What kind of transmission is it? Could be a sat phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the initial reaction podcast of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. And we are going to be giving our initial reactions to the episode number seven, no, eight. eight, episode number eight, and it's the most recent Desmond-centric uh, episode, and uh, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft, by the way. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we have a very special guest host joining us for this initial reaction podcast, and it is our, it is our good friend, Chef Mark Tafoya, from the, oh my gosh. Remarkably. The Remarkable Palette. Remarkable Palette Podcast. <laughs> Mark. Hi there. So glad to have you join us at the very last minute, sir. Right on. I was about to say, and I'm Mark Ravenscraft. <laughs> You're Mark. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, is Megan and Matthew asked, Dad, what are you guys doing going to do tonight? And I said, well, we're going to podcast. Why do you always podcast? And, and so I said, you know, well, that's, that's just what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. It's, it's right. who we are. I'm, it's what mommy and daddies do when kids go to bed. <laughs> that's ex- yeah, that among other things. But <laughs> you'll learn about that one day. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we are now the podcasting family. Anyway, we're so glad to have you. And, in fact, what an awesome, what an awesome episode of Lost this was. Yeah. Flashes before well, your finally, eyes. You know, we finally get Desmond. Yes, we finally get Desmond's flashback. And I loved that they – I'm sitting there thinking um, – first of all, I'm thinking – I'm glad that they're not giving us, you know, the whole sappy backstory of who Desmond is and why he's all this stuff. I'm so glad to see it start off with a flashback of the island back to the hatch. And then how mm-hmm. they threw in his jumping back in time and giving us that flashback and and the whole time theory thing and it I was absolutely loving it. And and yeah. yet I'm sure it appeased even the biggest most uh, devoted relationship lovers of Lost out there. Stephanie, tell us what your initial reaction is before we get started in, into any of the major discussion. What do you think? My initial reaction was just that it was incredible. It, I, I, my favorite part about it was just that it was different. It, it was um, it was shot in a different way than any of the other episodes have been, um, being that we had, you know the island stuff happening and then we shoot to Desmond's um, flashback and then that continues for the rest of the the episode up until like the last nine minute you know the last few minutes and um, I'm sorry I lost my track of thought <laughs> Stephanie we need to stop recording when it's 1130 at night well you know I was so I was so psyched and I was so pumped about coming over here and recording and then you know here in our local area um, when we have bad weather the news will run you know delays and closings at the bottom of the screen well we learned this last week that they don't do it during lost so I was completely in the dark and then the news came on and they showed that my kids are off school again tomorrow for the third day in the row and so now all I can think about is how the kids are going to be home tomorrow (laughs) you're not going to have any sleep (laughs) I'm totally bummed 
Oh, I put goodness. them to bed on time. We packed their backpacks. We, you know, got all their Valentines packed away because they're desperately waiting to have a Valentine's party, and they're going to be home again. But anyway, the but episode, I'm sure they're thrilled though to be to to be able to get all so many days off from school. Well, I don't know. My my our seven year old will probably be pretty mad in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, she, those she, cupcakes are going to get stale. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. But um, I absolutely loved the episode. I thought it was great. It, it was amazing to have so much of the story be a flashback. And first off, you know, we, we started off with, how did you know? I mean, he's like, and listen, I'll tell you how I know. And, and, and or no, Sir Hurley says, I'll tell you how he knows. That, that guy. He sees the future, dude. He sees the future, dude. <laughs> All right. And then I if, love Hurley. I'm so glad that we got to see Hurley again. I am too. In 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 being himself. You know, in being the character of Hurley who we know and love, not off, you know, doing in, some other around right, and right, having to around. be a plot device. Absolutely. He was just there was, before to to deliver a message. Right. Yeah. So it was it was good to see him. I yeah I, I definitely and we'll talk about some character analysis in the in the the live show on Friday but right. I, I think he should have probably been showing a little bit more of the mourning of the death of his dearly departed girlfriend oh dude he's totally over that <laughs> it's well we've completely so. forgotten about her right exactly. <laughs> yeah. Libby Libby who who oh oh that oh yeah oh, right yeah, yeah last yeah. season right. Yeah, she died it was a... it was yesterday right in, right in the life of the story but it was it was you know eight months ago for us it, it's for... I think that's the hard thing with the writers too I think the writers you know that was like a year ago for them that's that's not on the forefront of their mind they yeah. don't need to write in Hurley's morning into you know every episode now right. because they are so detached from it that I mean that's kind not, of the feeling that I get and not to mention the thing that I keep harping on, which is, what about that little brief glimpse we had of Penelope and her boys at the listening station? I know. Hello. Totally gone. This could have been the perfect opportunity for us to hear about that, but no, not again. You know, the cool thing is, is that we, you know, they gave all the promos of what's coming up and the lost moments, and there was a scene where it obviously you could tell that that Claire was drowning out in the ocean, and of course, uh, then when we come back, we see. You know, in season three, we see uh, Desmond saving um, Claire from the lightning, and we put everything together, and it's like, oh my gosh. For me, the question before the episode started, or at least before we really got deep into this episode, I am asking myself this question. Is the island trying to kill Claire? You know, I mean... (laughs) And then there was an interesting twist to that now, wasn't there? Yes. (laughs) Which I am totally not happy about. No. I I was really, you know, I was okay with the fact that Claire could die, which I'm, you know, some people are going to hate me. But I could have lived with that, but I can't handle... Don't even play... Okay, but I cannot handle the fact that they would kill Charlie. Don't mess with my with my recovering drug addict. Absolutely. You know, Desmond should now make it his life goal to keep Charlie alive. Oh gosh. He's gonna have a lot of work to do. I know. Now every time And where was he when Ethan was trying to kill him? Now every time Vincent comes out of the woods, we're gonna hear And Charlie's gonna go running. <laughs> So, you know, actually, one one thing about the structure that you mentioned, how it was slightly different, it actually made me call into question a lot of the other uh, flashbacks that we've seen. It's like, have all the other flashbacks been, like, you know, 
being thrown back into time? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think I think Desmond is unique in this situation. Uh, but you know, I could be wrong. But my initial yeah, no, no, absolutely, you're right. I'm I'm kidding. But I thought it it for a for a second it made me sort of re- rewind in my head and go, could it be possible for any of the other flashbacks to be sort of that whole? You know, it, I think that reckons back to that whole snow globe thing. You know, like is all of this just someone's dream? Well, yeah, exactly. And and they've said obviously that's not where they're going. But here here's the situation. I mean, Echo and Locke, they have dreams and stuff like that. When I mean, was this whole flashback flashing behind for the you know before his eyes, his life flashing before his eyes? Was that real? Did he really go back and re-experience that? Because the reason I question this is because Charlie was confronted by him as he was on the street singing, and and Desmond was acting really, really weird. I mean, this was this is this is a this is something that as Charlie, if I'm Charlie playing on the street i've seen some pretty weird things in my you know rock and roll touring days well i don't think he had been there yet oh, okay well i he's on a street corner I've seen, playing yeah for, he for hadn't coins. he hadn't become a famous musician yet this right. was i guess what six years or five years was, before the events on the island okay well he still this is something this scottish guy comes up and and starts saying i know you and start spouting off things about an island. I mean, that, I'm going to be thinking about that for two or three days. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, who was this guy? And eventually I'll forget about it, but then I'm on the island later, and I see Desmond, and just like Jack recognized Desmond, yeah, Charlie did not. So well, it makes know, me it, question... Give it time. It might, it, we might get that in another episode. We might, and... Oh yeah, now I remember you, dude. Yeah, that 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 will be his, you know, dying. You you run remembrance. <laughs> Stephanie's when the plane already falls on him. Stephanie is already already killing him off. He's not uh, dead yet. No, but I I have to prepare myself. No, I, I have to steal. Yeah, don't do bring it. Out don't, dead. Stephanie, if you give up hope, <laughs> bring out the dead. I'm not dead yet. My arm's off. No, it isn't. What's that then? It's merely a flesh wound. Oh my gosh. Uh, but no, if you give up hope now, Stephanie, they're definitely going to write him off. I didn't say I was giving up hope. No, you so were. You're already saying this is, this is how they're going to reveal it. You can prepare for the worst and hope for the best at the same time. You can. It's called not having faith. Shut up. That's actually a perfect introduction to something that I want to bring up. Go ahead. There is, it's so, here, you know, we, we've heard many, many times on Lost names that were references to famous people in history, and a lot of them philosophers. Well, I think this is the big one of all. This is, you know, Desmond's name is Desmond David Hume, and David Hume was a really well-known Scottish philosopher. He was a historian and uh, sort of was reputed to be an atheist, but, you know, maybe a deist, and he sort of went back and forth. And his philosophy was really very, like, all the stuff in the episode with time travel and, like, is this really happening? It was all about Hume's philosophy. Um, so there was some, there's some amazing stuff to be mined from that. You know, he, he struggled with the problems of causation. You know, does one event, does an event that follows the event before it, is it caused by the first event? And, you know, issues of um, inductive reasoning, like... Does does the uh, does the future resemble the past? And if it does, 
Uh, is it because, you know, like, can you figure out what's going to happen based on the past? And like all of these questions were questions in Hume's philosophy. So I think it's 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 no mistake that they named him that. Oh, th there's no question about that. And and same with John Locke and and all the other things that have mm -hmm. have come out yeah. of this. That, Edmund Burke. Edmund Burke. <laughs> From last week. Exactly. So I, I, I'm, and I'm glad that we have folks like you who have who have read up on on that those things because I completely would have had to study the forms for a while before I caught on to that. So yeah, I'm so I totally glad. Well, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will find this stuff and will find the connections because especially when it comes to the time travel aspect, because um, he really he struggled a lot with free will versus determinism, and you heard that in the old lady, you know, the all yes. of what she said about you know. Uh, the universe has a way of making course corrections and you know she was basically on the side of determinism like you don't have free will you know and he was struggling yes I do you know I can make this happen um, and I think the jury's still out on is exactly you know can he can he fix things or can he not right let, let me play a clip real quick from a call that just came in a few minutes ago and and I did preview this it, it's a little bit jumbled at first because her initial call got cut off, and then she had to call back and start over again. So here, here, here's a call that recently came in. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. Sorry about that. My phone kind of cut out on me there. It's Austin from Arkansas again, and I just finished watching the latest Lost episode, and I couldn't stop thinking about the My Crazy Life episode where you guys were talking about changing course and your uh, GPS system. Mm. Uh, anyways, I just want to throw that out there. Okay. Recalculating. So, so, so we did an episode, uh, Mark. I, you, are you aware that we're doing daily podcasting now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't keep up with them. I can't either. <laughs> okay. If you do a daily podcast, they can't be an hour and a half long. <laughs> the, the thing is, you can't possibly hear them all I and know. still have my own life. <laughs> you, no doubt. It's, it's, it's my crazy life and you have to live it with me. <laughs> I totally am trying to work on that. and uh, But anyway, we did one. Let me see if I can go back real quick and find it because it, it, it really goes on. I mean, she's she's actually Sunday, talking about it. Sunday, two weeks ago. Was it, was it two weeks ago? No way. Maybe three. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, it, it was called recon, re, Recalculating. What? Recalculating. And uh, Oneness Threat 1... It was uh, before that. It, it was the Sunday it, before one Episode 70 of My Crazy Life found at generallyspeakingpodcast.com and uh, click on the the my daily, my daily Life, My Crazy Life, and go back to Episode 70, and it's called uh, Recalculating. And Stephanie had this epiphany while we were at, at church one day. Uh, the pastor, I wouldn't call it an epiphany. Okay, she, she had this this great analogy about how... A breakthrough. A breakthrough. <laughs> she had this great thought about, you know, an illustration of how life kind of works when you're thinking about uh, whether or not God predetermines everything that's going to happen or everybody has the, the right to choose their own will in life. And obviously, this is a religious theme that is tossed in in the mix and one that's been hotly debated even among Christians. But here, here's the situation: is is that what the pastor had said in our in our um, 
in our in the sermon was, it was something in line with you know I know the plans that I have for you to prosper you and 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 the Romans eight twenty eight for we know everything happens for the good of those who love Him and, and this whole idea and the thought and philosophy that that God has a plan for your life He has He He is pre, He has a desire of where you're going to go He has a plan He knows how things are going to happen but He's how, a generous God and He gives you free will but He gives us free will. <laughs> And he allows us to make our own decisions. And the other day we were driving, we got this new G- GPS system for the van. And it, it's really neat because it you tell it where you want to go and it plots the fastest route to get there. And if you pass one of the streets or turns that it says to go on, it says recalculating. And it, it gives you another route to take. <laughs> right. And if you pass that one, Since it you goes, messed it up, I got I to gotta <laughs> exactly. make an adjustment. And, and so we were talking about it, it's kind of like God's up in heaven saying, recalculating recalculating and and it's course correction course correction and it goes and it does tie in so uh, i think she said was it austin that i couldn't make out the name uh but anyway thank you for calling in and and giving us that it was uh kate austin actually it was who was calling in kate austin absolutely (laughs) oh man so so anyway yeah it, it that is a neat theme that's in the show and and the and of course we know that the twist was we thought the island was you know, the, the initial question was, uh, is the island trying to kill Claire? But then through this flashback, we get the the, the feeling uh, through the writing of the stories. It's not so much that the island's trying to kill Claire, but it's Claire's time to go. And that, that these are the course of events that are meant to happen, if you will. And Claire is the one who is supposed to die. Or, no, I'm sorry, Charlie is but the one. But it's actually, yeah, that it's Charlie's time. It's Charlie's it- time to go. It's that he's trying to save her each of these times that he ends up fighting it. And that was the moment when we went. (laughs) Um, No, that was the moment that we gasped. (laughs) We went. (gasps) Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But I mean, that was that was a great twist. It was. It really was. Well, and doesn't it actually cause it? It causes you to sort of think about. Well, look at it. Look at the people who have died so far. And it makes you sort of wonder, like, you know, we go back to this question of, you know, the good people and the and the not good people and sort of who are they and are is it the good people that are dying and the not so good people that are staying or the reverse or what? Because, you know, we've had Boone die. We've had, well, Lulu, so I guess that sort of throws things off, but, um, <laughs> you know, Libby and, uh, Echo, and Echo and Shannon. So it's like, I don't know, it's. I don't, I don't. I don't really have an answer, but it's sort of an interesting question. Because remember, um, uh, Ben, you know, at one point says, "Well, you know, he's a good person, or you're a good person to Locke, right?" Yep. So yeah, and- maybe this is, has something to do with that theme of you know the good people and the maybe the the people who aren't the good people. I don't want to say the bad people, but you know the people who have who are who are in need of redemption for something. Yeah, I I, I really don't know. I think that they've taken enough of of what I would consider to be on both sides of the good and bad, and black and white spectrum, and and I don't I I just I just can't see the distinction between between them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I'm having- well, you know, it's just a, it's just a question and wondering. Ah, well, you know, who, you know, if there is a pattern in who's dying, you know, can you can we predict who will? Be I know next? if you have sex on the island, you're done. So, <laughs> right. Kate and Sawyer, bye bye. Just They're one of here. them. Oh, it's got to be Kate because of her driving. Because Shannon and Saeed, <laughs> but only Shannon died, and I gotcha. 
It, it, it's Anna only yeah, but who did Boone yeah. have Anna. sex with? <laughs> Shannon. There you go. Okay. okay. So yeah, I, I I tell you what, I was really um, they threw in another uh, Lord of the Rings kind of tribute there. Did you notice that? The, when he threw the, the ring in the oh oh yes exactly at that, the end I I I remember thinking to myself exactly that thing. Yeah. It's like that's totally a Lord of the Rings shot right there. And it there. makes you wonder. Are we going to see that ring on the island sometime? That We've seen other be. things washed up on the, the island that we thought thing. were long gone, like the, like the uh, Hail Mary statues, yeah. and you know many other things have shown up. Yes. Now that photograph, of course. If I can go back to Desmond for just a minute, and I don't know if I should do this here or in the show, or maybe I'll do both, uh, just in case people bypass this. Um, going back to Desmond, the whole idea of the the fact that. Uh, he really didn't go back, and this was all just a dream after the hatch imploded. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stand by the fact that he did go back, and that he somehow was able when the, when the turned the failsafe key, he somehow got s- sucked in some kind of time warp where he was able to leave the island for, for, uh, for you know maybe an entire lifetime of back to that instance where he fell and had a concussion all the way up through when he was on the island again um but yet it was just a moment in time island time because of the time difference uh there's a lot of that theory and talk and i think even suggestion from the producers that that the time is not the same on the island so yeah. here's the thing i don't think it well, was and also fake. relativity you know we've heard about the theory of relativity and that would would sort of play into that a little bit Exactly, but the, the the thing is, is we've talked about Charlie didn't has not yet seemed to remember the experience of him standing on the corner yet, and and trying to say I know you, and you said maybe it will happen, and maybe it will happen coming up soon because he went back again. I don't know how many times he's been back because it, it, has he been back more than one time? Because you get the question, you got the question of look, can I go back again? Has he been there more than one time? And then the thing is, I really do believe he honestly did go back. And the reason why I believe that is because I predicted that when he met Jack in the stadium, that he already knew that Sarah was going to be fine. And, and because he'd already been to the island. Because he had already been to the island and knew. So this was at the point where he was reliving that experience. Like yes. this was, he met when he met Jack was when he had already been thrown back and was reliving it. Exactly, and yeah, that because and it, it was it was it was maybe a couple of years after the initial point. Exactly. So Possibly. I, I, it's it's really weird. You can't really keep up with. It. And I'm, have you guys ever seen the the film Somewhere in Time? It was no. from the early '80s, and it starred Christopher Reeve and um, uh, Dr. Quinn. What's her name? Jane um, Jane Seymour. And it was all about this guy who falls in love with a photograph of a woman who lived in the past, and he goes by hypnotizing himself to go back in time and actually be with her. Oh, that's um, neat. And there's a lot of it's it's all about that whole time thing, and like can you, can you can you and it's consciousness, and can you can you sort of bend time through that? And uh, it, very fascinating twist that that sort of pulls him out of that and back into the the present. And I won't give it away for anyone who hasn't seen the film. And that's, uh, but that's an interesting thing, that notion of, like, can you keep reliving it and keep going back and forth? The, the thing that, that makes me agree with you about Desmond is that he obviously, not only did he relive the past, but he also sort of, it got so, thrown so out of whack that he ended up in the future as well. And then he got thrown back 
into the time right after the hatch implosion, which is how he knows, which is how he's seen these flashes. Yes. Because he, he lived it, but he didn't live it consciously, so it's just it's buried in his subconscious and only comes out in flashes. It, it's amazing. And, and I love that you can't... It makes my head hurt. It does. And in fact, <laughs> I think in our forum... There, right now, there are just tons of That's people awesome. on our forum going crazy. Well, not right now, but there were uh, tons of people going crazy making posts. And Smart let me people just see. Went to bed. Uh, one of them says, episode, play by play, my brain hurts episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it must be tough for the people on the West Coast to have to resist going to the forums I before know. they get to see the show. Because I'm sure that they know that there's lots of us over here on the East Coast who are posting. <laughs> yes. You know, that, that is the number one reason why I will never move to the West Coast. The number one reason. <laughs> you can't watch TV on time. Absolutely. I oh. mean, come on, Clifford. You know me. I watch enough TV. I would definitely would come totally... over here and set up a sling box and shoot that stuff right over to my <laughs> nice 85-degree weather right now. No. <laughs> I so would. No. Okay. So what, so what are the people saying in the forum? Oh, I, I I haven't quite read through it yet. That's that's my job between now and Friday night's live show is to research the forums. Right. So so anyway, what I was gonna say is I forget now. Uh, no, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Lord of the Rings. He did not change. Told him to duck. I forget. Anyway, not a big deal. So it was an excellent. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I, thank you, Cliff, for reminding yourself of what you were gonna say. Pardon me why I talk to myself there, Mark. Uh, That's okay. I'm used to it because I actually listen. I know. So, <laughs> did you hear me talk to myself? That, uh, now you know that's when you're having problems. Uh, but anyway. Well, and also, I knew you were going to do it too because I lived it before. <laughs> I live daily it every now. day. Daily. Now we live it daily. Absolutely. You know what? I live it every day, four times a day. It, it's. Stephanie oh, wishes that's you, enough to make your brain hurt. My brain hurts. Stephanie, People wonder why I have migraines. Stephanie wishes she only had to listen to my daily or to my crazy life on a daily basis, and that was it. But anyway, I digress. And get the weekends off. I mean, at least you guys get okay, the weekends Cliff off. Okay, Cliff has been buried. Thank you. Enough self-deprecating uh, over here. Enough you to make you forget it again. Right? You started it. Um. Anyway. Right along. So anyway. Did Here's, you forget again? No, I've got it. It's right here. And All right, it's at go the ahead. tip of my tongue. I'm going to spit it out at you. Stick out your tongue. Let me see. Uh, yep, there it is. <laughs> now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I rock. I no, totally rock. No, here, all I was going to say is I'm glad that this, does, that this makes your head hurt because I will tell you I love science fiction. And I have been begging for more uh, Doctor Who sci-fi kind of angles to to loss and i know yeah i know it makes i know it makes millions of the fans angry i know it does really yeah i i believe so because I, I i remember just bringing it up i get a lot of negative feedback i used to listen to i <laughs> i listen i don't see how you could be a fan of this show and not like that kind no, of no 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 there's I'm, just so much of it i'm talking no i'm see uh, until now Everything has kind of fit into this theoretically possible bubble and so much that it's not even stretched too far. Well, I'm sorry, not until this episode, till Mr. Echo got whacked in a tree, <laughs> whacked at, by, by a smoke monster. I mean, okay, that was when they really totally blew it away. Uh, but since then, I mean, we're on total sci-fi watch now. And well, I'm but loving it. Who's to it. say that this stuff isn't plausible? I mean, we've, you know, this this is stuff that people. I mean, obviously, David Hume has explored this. Other philosophers have explored this. I think the whole show has always been about 
uh, examining philosophical questions the way that the greats have examined them, but doing it in a sort of a, a clever, entertaining way. I mean, and who's to say who's to say that maybe this whole island isn't just each of them represents one of the great philosophers or philosophies or questions of, of existence. And they're all there at the same time sort of trying to figure it all out at once. And and I totally agree with that. And I hope that that's what it is. And I hope that, that because because really that's what Doctor Who is. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it, it's a guy who travels through time and space and and you know there's you've got the TARDIS where you know the, it's possible to transverse where the inside is greater than the outside. I mean these things are in our mind impossible. I mean literally with what we know today, it seemingly is impossible and unacceptable. But yet there are people who discuss theories that this could possibly be true, and that's yeah, what. And, and throughout time, we've had scientists who have who have thought of these things, and, and at one time we thought it would be impossible that the Earth was round. And the, it was impossible to think that the human body could exist in a car that traveled more than ten miles per hour. Right. So a lot so, of those things are things that we that we can um, we can say, ah, well, you know, it's really not science fiction. It's not like you know, I don't know, the you know, like the what's it called, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy kind of science fiction. I mean, it's not just wacko completely. This is all grounded in real questions that, we, we, that we've had a, as a species for a long time. But there are some people that still say this is too far-fetched, and, and, and they're upset about the fact that that this seems to be more on the sci-fi end. I mean, well, then they should be watching Grey's Anatomy. That's exactly what I'm saying, <laughs> and they should listen to our live podcast tomorrow night at 10.15 p.m. and join us at TalkShoe.com. 10.15? Yes. 10, 15, oh yeah, I, I I'm sorry. I thought you you're the host, Stephanie. Well, no, I thought you were there. talking about Friday's show because that's at nine fifteen, right? Yes, Friday nine fifteen. Yeah, see? see, the whole time shifting thing is actually not unfamiliar <laughs> to podcasters it's because not. we time shift all the time. We do. I have I have no idea what time anything goes on in this house because people won't actually hear this until tomorrow, but it'll be today for them. But it's yesterday for us. I know. Oh, and tell you what, man, when <laughs> so you're we're, we're time traveling right now. You when, know, the funniest thing was that Cliff has a hard time with that on on the Daily Show now. Is you know because he records the night before usually, and so he's talking about. His tomorrow, which is there today, and so yeah. the other the other night I was watching. Um, oh, I totally forget his name now, but he plays Alex Karev, Justin. Right, Justin Chambers, right. Justin Chambers. He was on the guy um, on Grey's Anatomy. Right, absolutely, he was on Grey's Anatomy, but he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live last week, and so I'm watching him, and he says, Jimmy says to him, you know, so, hey, you're like some kind of guy, you just pulled this big pipe up off this lady, and, you know, and look at you, you you're not even dirty, and um, obviously the, the show is shot in the afternoon, and so Justin says something about people not have seen it yet, and Jimmy's like, no, dude. They've all seen it. Pretend they like they've did. all seen and, it. And, 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 he get, and he looked at the audience. Audience, you loved it, right? And they're like, right, yeah. hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, man. Oh, I, I so missed the you timing. You missed the timing. Oh, that's it's not gone. it either. That's okay. Do it in post. So, yeah. No, I don't do anything in post, my friend. So, anyway. it. Uh, this show wouldn't get up until the weekend if it was done in post. It was... It was funny because Jimmy Kimmel has the same, you know, because they record before the show airs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, this um, was a great. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you want to make? Well, a, I just have one more Easter egg that was in there. In yeah. The go ahead. When Charlie was on the street corner with his guitar, he has, he says, "Yeah, my name's Charlie. It's on the sign, and on the sign you see 
Charlie Hieronymus Page, which I thought was another little Easter egg. Hieronymus, uh, that name, of course, is, you've seen it in a lot of places, but the most famous one is Hieronymus Bosch, who was a famous Dutch painter. Uh, who his most his masterwork uh, sits in the Prado in Madrid, and he he painted a triptych called the Garden of Earthly Delights, which I'm sure most uh, many people have seen images from. It was very um, sort of the works are about all about sin and human you know moral failings. It's it's a triptych, so it depicts heaven, earth, and hell, um, and it's all about sort of the Garden of Eden. And so on one side you've got paradise, you've got the the earthly pleasures, and then you've got hell, and and they're really sort of um, complex, very weird, uh, symbolic figures and icons, and he invents these crazy machines, and he has animals uh, that are transmogrified, half-human kind of thing. It's very creepy and scary, and sort of predates a lot of the um, the surrealism of the 20th century. Um, and I don't know if there's a connection there, but but immediately when you see a name like Hieronymus, it sort of jumps up at you. So I don't know if they, if they've got something going on there. Yeah, I, I would definitely. Have I totally lost you? No, we're, <laughs> we're, we're soaking it in, Mark. I'm just sitting here wondering if we should have you on more often or never again. <laughs> <laughs> we totally look like idiots now. We usually that just was, come here and ramble about how great it is, and we just say, "We good catch," and we just say, "Oh, we know all kinds of great things about this episode, but we're not going to share it until our live show." And then we have time, Mark, to go and find out about all the crap you already know about after watching oh, it the first on. time. No, okay, but but see, that's the thing is that I've come to I've come to expect that there, that any names that they drop are going to be significant. Absolutely. So the second I hear it, I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's so and so." And like last week, Edmund Burke. Um, I, I recognized the name, but I had forgotten who he was. So, you know, I, of course, I ran to Wikipedia and researched it. Um, but, you know, obviously John Locke, things like that, where, where they're, they're philosophers that we would have heard of. But there's been some Easter eggs in their names that have been very obscure uh, that I'm surprised that, that were in there, you know. Yeah, there, there's, there's some good stuff, and 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 of course, I, I don't. Are you available Friday evening to? Uh, are you going to be around? Friday? I think I'm going to be around this Friday. Yeah, last Friday I was so disappointed that I couldn't be. I was doing a, I was cooking a dinner for clients on Friday night. You could come so cook my dinner. There you go. <laughs> yeah. When Stephanie yeah, and I make course. it big, we're going to hire Mark as our personal chef. And you know, right you know after what, that, Clifford, I think he would get really tired of fixing fish sticks and hamburgers <laughs> for you. I'm sorry. I Is really that all that Cliff likes to eat? He and fish chipotle. sticks, chipotle, and chipotle, and and hamburgers, and I'm thinking of something else that you tacos, tacos. <laughs> That's right. I remember hearing. Much. I remember hearing your podcast from Chipotle when he, you were testing oh yeah. the Adderall. Yeah, he just does not. He he's a very picky eater, and I really think I'm the only person on earth who will put up with it yeah i oh, think dear. you are so anyway thank you mark for doing this with us uh and and yeah, hopefully we'll have you on me. we'll have you on more often after uh the episode to, to show everybody how smart you are and <laughs> oh, come on. No, no, that's not that's not what it's about no i know oh, it's no. not I, it i'm totally great. kidding i just i was so thrilled i love this first of all i've loved desmond since the first moment we saw him he's been such an interesting character for me um, and really sort of like the only character that sort of predated, the only character who's become uh, a significant character within the storyline that predated the, the plane, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. In, that wasn't another, you know. So, I mean, for me, he's always been very fascinating. I'll tell you what, do you want to stick around? We, I just re realized that we have some Lost in the News. So you want to stick around for the sure. Lost in the News? 
Of course. Very cool. Let's do that. Lost in the news. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Rachel Zizi Lisi calling from La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, just wanted to let you know that uh, Dominic Monaghan was actually on Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres show today. And I totally missed that it was coming up. Otherwise, I would have let you know sooner. But, as always, it should be replayed uh, a week from tonight, which is overnight, Tuesday to Wednesday, in that time frame, depending on your time zone. They should be replaying the same episode if you want to catch it then, and any of the viewers want to, or viewers, listeners want to catch it too. <laughs> All right, and I'm looking forward to the live show on Friday again. All right, bye. Do you see the 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 common theme at the theme of yeah. time difference? <laughs> so is that next Tuesday, Wednesday, or this past <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday that just happened? <laughs> I'm sure we'll all find out one day. <laughs> oh, Remind goodness. me, I need we'll, to we'll get it in flashes. That. We'll get it in flashes. So thank you, Rachel ZC Lisi, for that. Uh, Rachel's a, a, a podcaster as well now. Uh, I'm not sure if you know that, Mark, but uh, no. She she actually what's she doing? She's actually doing a podcast regarding uh, the Sims 2 game for the PC. It's called Sims 2 Challenges. I guess they they come up with all kinds of challenges to try to to do to to move on in this game and see who can do whatever against everybody okay. else. So anyway, do they it, still have those little things over their heads. Uh, the, I don't know. In the Sims. You know, I, I, I'm i not sure, but Rachel would be able to tell you. And all you have to do is go to TalkShoe.com and do a search for Sims, and it, and you'll find uh, Sims 2 Challenges. And I encourage everybody to go check her out. And the reason I do that, I, I like to plug other podcasters out there and, and help get them exposed because I think that that's one of the ways that our show really got plugged and, and, and got a, such a quick start. And so Absolutely. We, we always enjoy telling people about other shows, so... If you have one, let us know. All and right. I loved your interview with the with the guy from TalkShoe on the podcast Answer Man. That was great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Dave Nelson, the CEO of TalkShoe, is just simply uh, an amazing guy. And and the it, I tell you what, as a podcaster, it took me a lot of time to decide whether or not to move all my hosting and all of my production over to TalkShoe.com. And uh, you know, the, there was the you know the possibility of of bringing in some income, but I really concerned about you know the longevity of a company, but after that interview, I definitely feel that I've made a, a good decision, and I'm very excited about it. And not to mention the fact that we have some good equipment now, and and we're putting a wall in our basements to to build an office and everything, so or to build a podcast studio. So and you're gonna put all the the, the styrofoam to make it soundproof. Yeah, the, we're gonna get that special <laughs> foam, studio foam on the wall and stuff. All so right, we're not gonna bounce off our echo and everything. I like the echo. You like the Echo. <laughs> I liked Echo, too. I'm sad that he's gone. I like the Echo. Echo, <laughs> Echo, Stop Echo. It. Okay, so anyway, uh, Lost loose, loses footage in am, airport blunder. Now, this is something we'll probably have to bring up again Friday night, but have you heard about this, Mark? Uh, no, a recent one? Didn't, didn't something happen last season? Uh, no, this Where is... Where someone stole this, footage? Or? This is recent. Uh, okay. let, let me go ahead and read to you the story. Uh, film from ABC's hit show Lost was ruined when security employees at the Honolulu International Airport accidentally x-rayed the canisters despite warning labels asking them not to. The show's crew had to reshoot the scenes because uh, there were no copies. This is the first time anything like this has happened, said the film commission uh, Commissioner Doan Dawson, adding that steps have been taken to prevent a repeat of this incident. 
The loss will not affect the broadcast schedule of the popular show, according to co-executor, uh, I'm sorry, co-executive producer Gene Higgins. Higgins declined to say how much of the how much the gaffe cost ABC. That's let's see here. That's proprietary information between us and the insurance company. She said we've already reshot and we are on schedule. Having to reshoot a film, uh, reshoot film is a monumental issue, said Am Misawa, a local film producer and instructor at the University of Hawaii Academy for Creative Media. A reshoot involves paying added cost for actors and venues. Uh, for a commercial, those costs could easily top $100,000 for a big budget production such as Lost. A reshoot could be more expensive. If you have to redo everything related to the production of the damaged dailies, Misawa said. Uh, Lost reportedly spends $1.5 million to $2 million or more per episode with about 200 full and part-time workers. Normally, it takes eight days to shoot an episode of Lost, so if one day's worth of film was destroyed, the cost could be close to $200,000. A commercial for Bank of Hawaii was also accidentally x-rayed and ruined on the same day the Lost film was x-rayed. The incidents occurred uh, when the film canisters were mistakenly missed with passenger luggage and then sent through an x-ray machine. The canisters were left unattended. Listen to that, man. That's horrible. That guy's it. Let's hear it for security. You no know? doubt. I mean, just think of what else could have been inside those canisters. Yes. The canisters were left unattended at the x-ray machines along with non other non-film cargo. The film apparently was then thrown in with piles of passengers' luggage. Could you imagine picking out your luggage and getting that? Wow. Like, Showing. Yeah, an Easter egg. The lost, <laughs> the lost footage. Wow, millions of dollars. We're gonna there. have to watch that again. <laughs> no doubt. Oh wait, hold on. But you know, <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're gonna have to watch that again. Oh, okay. Anyway. But you know, actually, that that raises a couple suspicions for me. Frame. You'll pick things up. <laughs> that actually makes me a little suspicious because, first of all, uh, they say that the X-rays aren't supposed to be damaging a film. Um, at least maybe the ones that the passengers go through. Maybe it's a different X-ray. But the second thing is that I mean I used to be an actor, and so I know a little bit about this. But it se- I re- I seem to remember that they even the this, the newer cameras, even though they're film cameras, they have a video feed that that basically can go into a monitor that the director looks at, right? And I believe that in that video feed, they can actually take a digital signal of it and create a digital copy. So uh, although it isn't film and it doesn't have the same quality of film, it's like, you know, that's a little bit of insurance for the law against the loss of the scene itself. So it's that sort of makes me a little bit suspicious. Like, you know, couldn't they just use that? Yeah, I I don't know. We have this conversation before about them. Not having copies, Clifford. Yes, we Did. we we talked about. The, and, that's what I remembered from before that I said it was last season. I right, think it was you guys here, talking about here this. Here is here is my other question: What happened to the guy who's supposed to be responsible for this film from getting it to Hawaii to L.A.? Yeah, he's fired. I Dude. mean, hello. <laughs> Donald, you ain't getting a new job. Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump's on his way. He saw to, a uh, to deliver the line. I'm, he I'm, saw a Holy Mary statue and got distracted. Seriously, <laughs> something. I, I thought this was supposed to be, you know, like attached to his hip until it gets where it's going. I love the this. whole. We got it under control. Oh, we saw it on the season two DVDs. That's what it's on. Oh yeah, and the, and the I concept to completion. And and that's, I re- that's what you yeah exactly. And I remember. Well, they lied. 
And I remember saying to people, he's like, listen, you know, what what are they doing? You I mean we we need to now you know assess the risk here that's involved, and we even had one of our callers call in and and give a whole breakdown of how you know things are handed off, and there was the the footage there from, but but obviously something can happen to those films, and and uh, it says here the issue has been addressed, and they have procedures in place to make sure it doesn't happen again. I e well, it happened that, twice in the same day, just like the TSA. That idiot has been fired. Is basically right, what they're the saying. Right, that's the procedure. <laughs> the him. He's gone. You're out of here, my friend. And I helped. <laughs> All right. I have many other news stories to share, but obviously I don't want to make this longer than our live show. So we'll we'll bring in some more news on Friday evening. If you're a Grey's Anatomy fan, we want to invite you to please join us live tomorrow night at Thursday. Uh, February. Okay, today, t- this evening. No, we- that was funny. You said now. Turn it on now. I want you to join us tomorrow night at Thursday. <laughs> did I say that? You did. I'll funny. tell you what. Immediately following Grey's Anatomy's airing on the East Coast at ten fifteen p.m. Eastern Time, join us this week and every week after a live uh, after a new episode. Go to TalkShoe.com and type in Grays with the apostrophe in it, and it'll pull up our live show. And we want to invite you to join us live, just like our Lost podcast that you heard this past Friday. And then, of course... And if you're not a Grey's Anatomy fan, you should be. Yes. And and I'm becoming one. So I'm, I'm being indoctrinated on. into season one and season two, and I'll yeah. be caught up soon. He's and finally going to learn. If you're not there, you'll be McLamey. McLamey. <laughs> Gotcha. And then Friday evening, we definitely want to have you join us for this week's live Lost Podcast. We're podcasting every single week for the next 15 weeks. Friday nights, 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, Mark, we had more than 75 people online either dialed in by phone or streaming live while we were recording. And and, and, and that's that's something because the last time that I was on one of your live podcasts, I think there were uh, about 13. 10 of us yeah. in the room. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's that's something. That says a lot. It yeah. puts the pressure on. Ah. We, we, but they, it sounds like you had a lively discussion going on in the chat room. It, a couple of times you got so distracted that you, you stopped know. the show. <laughs> it was hilarious. We had a lot of fun. And, and Cliff and Stephanie are back into full pre-show pre-production. Hey, where Cliff I, is. Okay, okay Cliff up. is. And Stephanie gets the script later, like 10 minutes before the show starts. And so, anyway, we we do invite you to join us. Thank you for listening to this initial reaction podcast. Uh, Mark, you want to tell them how to find your podcast regarding the Remarkable Palette? Of course, you can find me at remarkablepalette.podshow.com, or you can, of course, find us at the culinarypodcastnetwork.com. Thank you very and I much. Also do, I also do another podcast called the Remarkably Mark Podcast, uh, which you can also find at remarkablymark.podshow.com. And you're going to go daily starting next week? <laughs> yeah, actually, well, I'm th- I was thinking about doing the talk shoe thing, but I'm not sure if, if the two are compatible. We'll have to ans- get those questions answered. But I was hoping to be able to see if I could use talk shoe for doing a live call-in thing. So yeah, I, I think that as long as you use the appropriate rating, it shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Right on. So anyway, thank you very much, Mark. Uh, that was Mark Tafoya, and we were so glad to have him join us this evening. Stephanie, thank you for staying up late and dealing with your hoarse voice this evening. Oh, you're welcome. It actually got a little better. It's sounding really good now. So uh, anyway, uh, we're going to bring up our music here. That's the wrong music. 
Uh, I like this music. I do too. We'll use we'll use the official lost outro music only on the live shows. Okay, I just tied a knot in my headphone cord. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait until Friday night. And I can't wait until tomorrow night for Grey's Anatomy. That's it, everybody. God bless you. Have a great evening. We'll talk to you Friday night. Good night. Until Friday, stay lost. <laughs>